From Jerusalem, Israel, this is From the Midwest to the Middle East, the podcast that explores everything new in U.S. and Israeli economy. Here's your host, Philip Stein. I'm really pleased to be having this podcast today. First of all, this episode is brought to you by Philip Stein and Associates, the largest U.S. CPA firm in Israel, providing U.S. tax services to Israelis, Americans, corporations, startups, and anyone else needing them. Hi, I have a great guest today. His name is Josh Gottesman. He's a native of Houston, Texas, who has spent his entire life engaged with Judaism, Jewish causes, and Zionism. Josh then moved to Israel and began studying for his master's in Jewish thought. Josh's mass challenges Israel's partnerships manager. We'll hear more about that in a moment. In his role, Josh is responsible for helping to develop and maintain mass challenges Israel Net, Israel's network of collaborators and supporters. And prior to joining Mass Challenge, Josh co-founded Tom Tikkun Olam Makers. Josh holds a BS in communications and an MA in Jewish and rabbinic thought from Tel Aviv University, and is an avid scuba diver and a fan of yoga. Hi, Josh. Hi, Philip. How you doing? Great. So let me go right into it. Uh, we're going to talk about your role as a partnerships manager at Mass Challenge. So. When I think, when most people hear of Massachusetts, they think of Boston, they think of the Red Sox, Harvard, Tom Brady. Tell my listeners what Mass Challenge is and how it came into existence. So Mass Challenge is the most startup-friendly accelerator on the planet. We have been around since 2010, uh, really uh, in the height of the Great Recession, and uh, since being created in Boston, in Massachusetts, um, we have accelerated over 835 companies wow. uh, who have gone on to create over 6,500 unique jobs and have also raised over a billion dollars worth of investment to further them along. So at the heart of what we do is we help startups win. Our founders, John Harthorn and Akil Nigam, uh, quit their jobs back in 2009 and wanted to do something that had, that had meaning and something that had impact. And what eventually they came to, uh, to, to realize is that the best way to increase their potential for impact was by helping other people increase their own impact. That empowering others was the way to, to change the world. So when we hear, we hear incubators, I, I, most of them, I believe, are in business in order, to, in order to get equity in an early stage and then share the fruits of when there's a big exit. Please explain, and you mentioned just a second ago that word, please explain your corporate mission to have quote-unquote impact over equity. I wish that it was true that, like you said, that people say, okay, once we've made our big exit, then we'll share the fruits. But what we see happen all too often is that we get fewer people with bigger chunks of the pie. And corporations, companies, individuals, mostly focused on making sure to get their piece of the pie. And what we understand is that when you create new companies, when you create new fields, when you create new opportunities, what you actually are doing is rather than making your, you're taking your own share of the pie, we're making more pie. And our goal is that the global entrepreneurial renaissance that we are trying to be a part of sparking will make it so that all people are able to engage with, with the fruits of, of our collective efforts as opposed to uh, a smaller percent getting a bigger chunk of the pie. Okay, before I ask you about 
how you came to Mass Challenge came to Israel. Could you tell my listeners a little about how your program works and how an entrepreneur what they what they go through or how long the program is? Sure. So our program is a four month accelerator. Uh, it'll begin our first round here in Jerusalem will begin July third. And so through the month of July and August, uh, we really help them by figuring out the basics of creating a company. So we only take early stage companies only until they've raised up to a half a million dollars or they don't haven't raised anything at all. And so we help them figure out more attune their business plan and help them figure out how to uh, do their how how to set up their 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 taxes or where to incorporate their company. Uh, we surround them with experts like yourself, people who understand the field and understand the questions that they need to be asking themselves both now and into the next several years. We ha- we surround them with all of these experts and giving them lots of different optional programming because they're you know big boys and girls and and we only accept in serious individuals. So uh, at the same time, we also create a, an entire ecosystem surrounding them with what they need, both in terms of uh, potential investors, CEOs, uh, whatever it is that they need, we create that environment. And into uh, in, then in the last months, we, we have our second round of judging where we uh, figure out who's going to win our prizes. We have over a million shekel worth of prizes available. And just like our whole program, that is zero equity. We don't take any equity from them. In fact, the whole program itself is free. The only money that we take is a symbolic application fee just to make sure that our judges are, are judging people who have really put in the effort. So mass challenge, big impact in the U.S. Uh, the statistics you quoted before in terms of how many companies you've you've gotten up on their feet and how many jobs you've created is, is certainly impressive. And then at some point, Mass Challenge chose to make Israel one of their four locations outside the U.S. How did that come about, that we were fortunate to be one of your non-U.S. locations? Well, I'll say that I think that Mass Challenge is also fortunate to be here in Israel. Israel was, right from the beginning, one of the major targets. As soon as Mass Challenge began to think about the potential of going overseas, Israel was right on the top of that list. And that's for all the reasons that I'm sure are are pretty obvious to your listeners, that the name of the startup nation itself is worth something, but the the actual mashma'ut, the actual reality of what's here, is every bit as important. And the culture of innovation and entrepreneurialism, which is here in Israel, uh, is, a, is a huge opportunity for Mass Challenge. And so uh, even though last year we opened our second global location in London, for, for three years now we've actually been sending delegations from Israel to do the Boston, uh, to do the Boston program. Uh, we've already sent 32 companies over the last three years that have done that. And so now coming to Israel, uh, a unique element of this program, we also are opening this year in, in Lausanne in Switzerland and Mexico City, but specifically here in Jerusalem, uh, our goal is for this to be a, an international hub. So going forward, we expect that at least 25% of the startups participating in our program will be internationals with our aim of spreading the Israeli style of doing business and creating ambassadors to be able to share what's happening in Israel all around the world. And as, uh, as amazing as a two-week visit to Israel can oftentimes be, there's really no comparison for having somebody here for four months. 
to really get to know the country and to really get to know the people and the culture. All right. Well, speak in a minute about the Israeli culture, which I think you and I both could have a separate podcast just on that. But when we think high tech, uh, when we think startup nation, we tend to think Tel Aviv, Herzliya, Pitua. Why, why Jerusalem? I'm glad you asked that. Uh, I, for one, and I'm sure you as a fellow Jerusalemite, uh, appreciate that this is a unique city in the entire world. And uh, it, we attract here people literally from the corners of the globe. And I saw right before I came on with Mass Challenge, I actually saw on a list Jerusalem as one of the top centers of the world that is waiting to take off, one of the, one of the future high-tech centers. And that's something that's been talked about for years. But I think in, in Israel, there's been such a center of gravity around the center, around Tel Aviv, Herzliya, that people have yet to realize the full potential of Jerusalem. And at the same time, what we're beginning to see in Jerusalem is both a cultural and a business renaissance. We have here companies uh, like Intel, like uh, Mobi uh, Mobileye, and other innovators that are beginning to come up. We already had existent in the city before we opened up Tech, which is an early stage incubator. We had Pico and we had um, present tense with their social incubator. But we did not yet have anything that is fully taking advantage of the tremendous potential that we see here. But we came over significantly with the support of Mayor Barkat and, and with the Jerusalem Development Authority and the Ministry of Economy because all of them see Mass Challenge as an avenue by which that we can galvanize the tremendous potential which is here. And if, uh, if I was a betting man, and I am, um, if I could buy stock in Jerusalem, Right now, I'd literally bet the farm because <laughs> you look five, ten years down the road and there is nothing here but growth. And there is so much potential. There is so much knowledge and so much there, – there is so much manpower and knowledge and woman power in this city. And what I think we're going to see over the next few years is tremendous growth. So for us, being yet another accelerator in Tel Aviv – didn't really have enough of a distinct value. We are trying to create regional economic growth while we are fostering this, what I said before, the global renaissance of entrepreneurialism. So we saw our potential for impact being the highest here in Jerusalem. So that was a long answer to a short question. No, it's, it's, it's a great answer. And when I hear that term impact, which again, it's, it's thematic, uh, certainly a part of mass challenge. Let's talk for a minute. How, how do you see, how, what would you, what would my listener who comes to Jerusalem five or ten years from now, what do you imagine them seeing? Hopefully they'll see that high-speed train. That's the first thing they'll see. Okay, but after that. So they'll, 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 come, on, they'll come to Jerusalem on that high-speed train and they get off and a, a two-minute walk away from there, there's going to be an innovation center, which is going to be just the bottom floor of our brand new building. Our brand new building is actually going to be, it'll be in a kind of complex of buildings from the Ottoman era that uh, is being uh, refurbished by the city and is going to be uh, given to us on, on a semi-permanent loan. And so we're actually going to be less than a two-minute walk from the future train station to Tel Aviv. And I think that that's a great way of showing that what we're doing is just expanding. We're not trying to create simply a center that's going to compete with Tel Aviv. We're just trying to continue the growth throughout another big chunk of the country. 
And what I think a person's going to see in five, ten years is the presence of a number of additional multinational companies setting up R&D headquarters in the city, surrounding the city, as well as a bunch of new Israeli companies, which are going to be continuing to open up here. Like I mentioned, Mobileye. Uh, there, is, there is such a huge amount of people uh, of, of educated and talented people who have come through international universities, who have graduated from the top units in the army. And so when we start creating more and more opportunities for jobs, you're going to see more and more people staying here and more and more companies opening here. Well, that's, that's pretty exciting. As uh, someone who has set up their business long ago in Jerusalem, uh, I, I'm personally looking forward to it. Let me take a step back from Jerusalem and, and go back to just look in Israel from your perspective or, or from Mass Challenge perspective. I know what, what would attract you, the startup nation and all that, but what are the, some of the things you find to be unique in Israel uh, as opposed to, let's say, Lausanne or, or London or Mexico City? Well, I think one of the great strengths of Israeli startups and the reason that so many Israeli startups end up become, going international is that we're just too small. We're just too small of, of a market for somebody to think about as, 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 a, as, a, as a business which, which has continuous opportunity for growth. One well-known company these days is Fiverr with two R's where you can pay $5 and get somebody to do anything, most anything mm -hmm. for you online. Uh, Fiverr was created in Israel, and most Israelis don't know that. I didn't know it. <laughs> and, and it was created, uh, I forget, it was north of Tel Aviv. It was even outside of Tel Aviv. No Israelis know that Fiverr started in Israel because they never marketed to the Israeli market because they understood right from the beginning that they needed to think global, they needed to think big. And so uh, I think that that, is, that perspective, the understanding of, of the need to go global and go global early is, is really one of the greatest strengths of the Israeli entrepreneurial market, is that people don't think, how do I make this work here, and then how do I take this, and then, and then translate it to somewhere else. That desire to be able to make it happen in multiple countries, that desire to make it happen in multiple languages and in multiple cultures is ingrained into the process from the very beginning. All right, Josh, you're you're a Texan. I can call you that, right? Uh, yes, sir. Proudly, Jerusalemite, a proud Texan, a very big place. You had a very interesting journey up until now, from what I did in the introduction. How did you come to take upon this this exciting challenge with Mass Challenge? You know, a a series of fortunate events. Um, I I had the great fortune to take off some time and with my now wife. And when we came back, we were both looking for the next opportunity to both grow ourselves professionally, uh, but also to continue to bring meaning in our lives. I was, I was raised as a kid uh, in the Young Judea movement, and I was kind of brainwashed. Uh, the old, I think it's Arik Einstein song about Ani ve'ata nishanet ha'olam. Mm -hmm. sure. You and I will sure. change the world. Sure. Great song. And, uh, and, and I drank the Kool-Aid. <laughs> and I've really just believed my whole life that that is, that is what I truthfully aspire to do, um, that we that the, the purpose of life is to try to leave the world a little bit better than we found it. So in Tom, um, which I'm excited to share with you, actually today it was announced that Tom got a $700,000 grant from Google.org 
to continue spreading the work of Tom all around the world. Uh, in Tom, what we were foremost doing was empowering makers, empowering people who have the tools, and, 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 and to work together with, with people with disabilities, what we call need knowers, to create new uh, working technology to empower them in their lives. So for me, the transition to Mass Challenge was so natural because um, while I still very much hope, and, and actually the watch I'm wearing is a Mass Challenge startup that, was, that created a watch for blind people. It's a tactile watch so that a blind person can tell the time. Wow. So what I see in Mass Challenge is an opportunity to continue that same work of empowering people to make an impact, uh, but on an even greater global scale and across different fields. Well, first of all, congratulations on that uh, grant from Google uh, for Tom. And uh, in a recent podcast that I had, uh, it was brought to my attention that Israel is such a important place and center for printing, and a, particularly 3D printing, um, that yeah, we, are, we, we are really a world leader in that category as well. Um, there's a whole uh, environment, uh, I think, around the Nesciona Rehoboth area, um, with all kinds of people doing this, and, and uh, so it's, it's that certainly appears to me another revolution in terms of how people are going to be impacted. And in fact, there was a, an article I think in La, over the weekend's Globes about that they're going to soon be printing people's parts. It's a tremendous time to be living. Very much so. Okay, so as we get to the end of our interview, uh, let me ask you a personal question. What do you love most about Yerushalayim? Well, I know that on a, on, a, on a physical sense, we're not necessarily the center of the world, uh, but on an emotional sense, it, you really feel it here. You literally get people from everywhere that come to Jerusalem. And I love the food, and I love, <laughs> the, I love the culture, and I love the energy in the air. And I love the fact that, uh, especially when I walk with my wife, I can never get to where I'm going on time because... It's kind of like a village. And at the same time, we have all of the conveniences of living in a big city. Uh, but for me, I still feel very much at home. Uh, I, this really is um, just a unique city. And I personally feel very lucky to, to have the good fortune to live here. And I'm just so excited about Mass Challenge coming here and the fact that our aim is to make the growth that we're trying to bring here inclusive. We're trying to bring in Arabs from East Jerusalem into our program and Arabs from all over the world and all over the country and Bedouin and Ethiopian and Haredi members of Israeli society. Our goal is, is to continue what we already have here in Jerusalem, bringing it to the next level and bringing everybody with us. Well, I think based on what you're just saying, our, our ancient prophets would be big endorsers. Of, of mass challenge and uh, you're a great spokesman you're a great spokesman for your organization and uh, we wish you great great success in uh, what you're doing and what you plan to do Josh thank you very much if someone wants to learn more about mass challenge how can they do that they can go to masschallenge.org m-a-s-s challenge.org and if they want to know about just the Israel program, then put slash Israel. Okay. And they can read about you, and uh, maybe some of them would like to participate in the partnerships programs, uh, helping Mass Challenge uh, reach its goals. So thank you again, and uh, I'll take this opportunity to wish you Chag Sameach, and uh, looking forward to hearing more about Mass Challenge. Chag Sameach. Thanks again, Philip. 
I hope you enjoyed our podcast. Feel free to visit us at www.pstein.com or look for Philip Stein & Associates on Facebook and LinkedIn. 